the only show on the internet that tells it like it is. The only show on the internet that has a meme team. You won't hear what you want. You'll hear what you need. I dare you to watch The Dilly Show Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is Michael Greer. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You picked that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer also if you love this show support this show by going to subscribestar.com forward slash the dilly show that's subscribestar.com forward slash the dilly show still the best place to make your impact felt for as little as five dollars a month you guys can uh, contribute to the show certainly if you have a netflix account youtube tv disney plus or any other type of subscription uh, but you watch this show every single day. All I'd ask you to do is cancel those fucking communists and allocate those funds for something that you actually watch day in and day out. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Appreciate you guys. And if you love this show and you want to download it and take it on the road with you, you can do so in podcast format, all podcast formats, by going to bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit dot ly forward slash dilly show courtesy of magical producer trevor he does a great job with that so check that out today all right good morning happy tuesday february 13th 2024 tomorrow's the big day men don't fuck it up ladies be prepared to serve (laughs) you know what i mean sexual anyways it's a big valentine's tomorrow but uh well, this isn't going to be a pre-Valentine's Day kind of show. No, no, no. No, instead, Democrats have basically decided, instead of hiding their racism, let's market it and see if we can convince people to go along with it. So whether you're in Boston and you picked up some of those free Haitians to do shit around your house and cook and clean and take care of your every need, or maybe you're just a old, white, racist politician who decided to try and swing the black vote by picking up some fried chicken, some orange soda, and watermelon. Whatever your uh, proclivity, they've decided this is how they're going to go. Or maybe, in the immortal words of the incredibly racist Jubba Ellis, maybe, maybe, the Jamals will show up to help President Trump. We're going to discuss these Incredibly racist fucking statements made by retards all across this country during the Black History Month of 2024. The timing absolutely impressive as shit. I I am in awe, actually. We're going to have a ton of fun with it because Democrats and never Trumpers are fucking racist and they can't hide it anymore. So we'll talk about that today. We're also going to talk about the Senate who wants to give all your money to foreign countries while letting uh, illegals cross the border and rape you. Literally. $95 billion. True story. Inflation is also back on the rise. 
while simultaneously Joe is fucking up the economy. Yikes. Gonna get worse. Bumpy eight months ahead. Bumpy. Bumpy. But we're gonna talk about it today. We're also gonna discuss, uh, well, you know, a whole bunch of other fun shit. A little bit of Nikki Haley because she's still a slut. By the way, shout out to Not a Bot, Metal Mouth, and featuring Miguelifornia in that really dank opener we just had for War Pigs. Appreciate you guys. So creative, so good. How are you guys today? How are you? It's good. Yeah. That's nice. It's going to be good. So that's, uh, that's going to be largely what we'll discuss today. Uh, also, Trump rally in Michigan this Saturday. I know of at least two legendary meme team members. Okay, maybe one legendary meme team member and a hog man that are going to be attending that rally and will be getting their photos taken with President Donald J. Trump. How oh my God! <laughs> Along with beautiful Harley. That's right. Beautiful Harley will be there as well. It's going to be a really good time. I'm, I cannot wait to see how much fun you guys all have. You will be treated like royalty. So that should be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah, Hogman's being honored not as a memer, but as a hunter. Actually, I, now it's weird, right? I, I was going to hook him up to get him his uh, picture. It's like, oh, I got to take care of my guy. And they were like, oh, we already got him. And they're like, wait, he makes memes? I'm like, well, sometimes. And they're like, oh, we were actually going to honor him for uh, murdering all of the girl deers here that are fucking overpopulating. And I was like, oh, so they're honoring him for a different reason. He actually, he got himself in by killing so many fucking pregnant mom deers they've never seen anybody with a murderous rage like this in michigan until hogman came along so they're gonna honor him he's getting his picture for that because they're just like fuck like dude yeah how do you it's like you're just doing it for fun and uh so that's actually what he's being yeah it's what he it's what he's good at that's what he does so <laughs> just so so many so so many that one's limping shoot it Boom, boom, oh my God, I think that one's blind, boom, dead, oh my God, that one's almost full term, she can't get away, boom, fucking hog man, anyway, he's out there, he's the uh, fucking uh, Elmer Fudd of the meme team, and uh, he's, he's out there hunting, <laughs> oh, so anyways, yeah, so that's going on this weekend, very excited about it, plus I got a bunch of other, uh, News we got to talk about. Mostly Joe Biden being mag massively, overtly, publicly in your face racist. It's so impressive. You guys are going to be shocked. You're going to be shocked when I show you. If you haven't seen it yet, I'll buckle up. You're going to be like, that's his fucking ad? Yeah. Yeah. It's worse even when you find out how they went about getting these poor fucking people to do this stupid commercial with them. Anyways, we'll get to all that here in a second. But uh, first, let's take care of a little bit of MAGA Commerce. Patriots, listen up. 
It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. That's right, BeardVet.com. You're going to love my guys over there. Kenny does an amazing job on fulfillment. They absolutely crush it. Beardo's always out there mingling and shaking it up and meeting everybody. He's a great guy as well. But you guys got to check out BeardVet.com. They've got all of your favorite flavors of coffee. They've got apparel. They've got beard oils and grooming products. They've got meat rubs because you know you love rubbing your meat. It's a, it's a real popular uh, real popular activity among the uh, Beard Vet crew is the, the meat rubbing. God, I know all weekend Beardo said he was rubbing his meat, getting it ready for Super Bowl Sunday. So you guys uh, got to head over to BeardVet.com. Promo code Dilly is going to get you 10% off. And uh, you're going to love this company. Great company, great service, great cause, and great coffee. BeardVet.com. We've still got your from dirt to shirt hoodies, t-shirts, and pullovers available right now. Maybe you got one. Maybe you need another. Maybe your spouse has been stealing yours and you've been being cheap and not just simply buying her her own. 
Maybe it's your kids stealing your hoodie, huh? I know. I get the I get the friggin' emails every day. Oh, my daughter stole my hoodie. Maybe she wouldn't have to steal your hoodie, Dad, if you just got her own fucking hoodie instead of letting her freeze her ass off at school. I'm just saying. Go to dillyshow.com. Load up your cart. There's still plenty of size. Or well, actually, not plenty of sizes. We're getting low. I know on smalls, and I think there was two other sizes. They told me that we're starting to get a little low on, but. We do have all sizes available still, but we are starting at low is what I'm hearing. So if you uh, want to head on over there to dillyshow.com, load up on those Dilly Meme Team t-shirts, hoodies, or Dilly 300 hoodies, or maybe you get yourself a badass Randy Savage pullover to survive the winter. Dillyshow.com. Check that out today. Okay. All right. How you guys doing? You guys good? Yeah, good, yeah. Don't be a piece of shit parent. Get your children a, a dilly hoodie. See? Easy. Actually, if you want your kids to have instant street cred, get them the hoodies. My boys go to school wearing their dilly meme team hoodies, or they'll go, they'll take their general dilly one. All the other kids are like, dude, I want one of those. I want one of those. They ask all the time. It's so funny. Same thing with my daughters. For some reason, Gen Z loves Magical Trevor's designs, or maybe it's my fucking face. It's probably not my face, but it's definitely Trevor's designs. Gen Z loves that shit. It's pretty funny. Yeah, pretty great. Um, yeah, well, here we are. It's 2024, and Joe Biden still is a massive racist, and Democrats, rather than trying to hide this fact, have decided simply to embrace it, which is pretty funny. So we're going to talk about that here shortly in this show. We are getting very close to South Carolina. Oh, my God. We're only 11 days away. And you need to participate right here. Phone bank for President Trump. We've got way too many audience members who look at this and go, oh, that's for someone else. No, bitch. You want to save America? There's two things you can do. Put your money where your mouth is or start phone banking or do both. But right now, we need to add to this team. We need an army. It's going to be our campaign to get this done, it's simple. You simply reach out to Wheels, or Wheels, depending on how you want to say it, Wheels, and let him know you want to get signed up. That's super critical. And uh, once you do that, or actually, no, sorry. First, you're going to reach out to the uh, top email, External Affairs. Then, once you're signed up, you reach out to Wheels for training. So, that's a big one. That's a big one. I'm telling you right now. Get it done. It's time to get it done, all right? You understand me? Good. Okay. Take a screenshot. Don't even hesitate. Also, and this is super important as well, I am working currently on getting VIP access for all of my uh, people out there in the Midwest because there is a Trump rally this Saturday, February 17th. In Waterford Township, Michigan, you will have the opportunity to not only see the greatest president in the history of America, you will also get to meet local celebrities such as Lauren Eve, Hogman, and Harley Chick. That's right. They will be in attendance at this event. I'm hoping to get many other Dilly 300 members there. I will be uh, getting a VIP link and vetting out those who are interested um, obviously this is not for everyone. I better know who the fuck you are. So reach out to me, email me. 
if you're interested in going to Michigan as a VIP guest of the Dilly 300. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, Wheels, you know the protocol, bud. If you want to go, just email me. I'll get you a link as well. Oh my God, you're going to add another fucking celebrity. You're going to have Wheels in the house along with Lauren and Hog and Harley. Holy shit, that's a hell of a crew. It's going to be a big one. Michigan is going to be huge for President Trump this election cycle. And Democrats are panicking about it, which is why DJT is hitting Michigan early and often. So he's going to be there also, uh, you know, basically got to bury uh, Nikki Haley. But Democrats are freaking out. Um, they think that Joe's going to lose Michigan badly. So, yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Also, I want to take a moment to wish a happy birthday to our very own Trout, you old son of a bitch. There we go. Hold on. Where's my birthday fucking song? Here we go. There we go. There you go. Uh-huh. There you go, Trout. Happy birthday, old man. Hopefully you'll get to touch a booby on your birthday. That'd be nice. Yeah, it's our, our good friend, Trout. There you go. Happy birthday, old man. There you go. Good for you. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, is he in here today yet? Is he working? Is he working? He's probably not even here for his birthday. That's okay. He'll be team replay later. <sighs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. So you got to take care of your peoples. Got to take care of them. Mm-hmm. So that cleared out. Oh, uh, we'll see. We talked about that already. That's our VIP, Michigan. Okay. Fuck. You guys ready to do this? We're just going to jump straight into the news. Hogman, are you ready for this? Look, I, I'll be honest with you. The sooner I get to the news, the, the sooner I get to uh, play these clips of Joe Biden, which are amazing. So let's deal with it. This is what's happening. Sources close to Joe Biden's White House say the panic after the her report just went somewhat hyperbolic on the real possibility that Powell can't cut rates or will be cutting them into an uptick of inflation, which could be worse. Today's inflation print could loom as among the biggest political stories of the year, given the political implications. Wall Street CEOs tell me it's true. Joe is in real fucking trouble. The inflation is way worse than they were expecting. They do not have an answer for this. There is no simple answer, and everyone knows it. And Joe uh, doesn't, this is gonna be one of those things that could end his campaign rapidly. Oh my God. This issue we talked about, about these beginning of the year price increases, uh, is something uh, that is that drove uh, inflation this time around. Uh, a, a lot of a big increases in medical costs. You had uh, medical care up 0.7, uh, motor vehicle insurance off, up 1.4, hospitals um, up as well. You didn't you didn't get much. Uh, you got a little relief from the used car world. You had food prices up. It was uh, just a lousy month when it came to inflation. And of course, real earnings also declined uh, in the month. Uh, worth pointing out. I, I think the other big, big, big issue here is the owner equivalent rents up 0.6%. Oh, that's not really telling the whole story there, Chief. 
appreciate you kind of watering it down, though, but let's really get into it. Oh, my God. Car insurance is up 20% this month. House repairs, 18%. Sports tickets, 13.5%. Veterinary, uh, vet, rather, services, 9.6%. Shipping fares, 9%. Baby food, 8.7%. Car repairs, 7.9%. Hospital services, 6.7%. Trash collection, 6.4%. 6.4%. Shelter. Fucking shelter. 6%. And eating out. That's weird. I didn't realize I was being charged for that. Uh, 5.1%. Oh, boy. Oh, there's more, too. If you want to see a few, let's see. This one's uh, got some of the same, some different, courtesy of Congressman Byron Donalds, who uh, wanted this to say. Uh, new inflation numbers were released. Joe's up 3.1% in January. 17.9%. Since Joe took office, frozen drinks. Frozen drinks are up almost 30%. Car insurance, as I mentioned, 20%. House repairs, 18 Sports tickets, 13 And steak. Steak is up 10.6%. Joe Biden destroying the economy in America in a way that is almost impossible to fully appreciate. He is a fucking idiot. Um... Not good at all. The numbers just keep going. And we all know it. We all know it. Joe is uh, in, in a real dangerous place right now in America because the economy, he can't even fake it and give us easy credit. The Fed, the Federal Reserve is now signaling that they may not drop rates. Welcome to stagflation. No readily, easily available credit, plus no job growth, plus massive inflation equals fooked. Totally fooked. This uh, this is basically going to be, I believe, probably what ends his campaign and uh, destroy gets him destroyed by Trump. All about the Benjamins, baby. Nobody gives a shit at the end of the day. Everybody likes the virtue signal. Well, I really care about. I really give a shit about. Well, if I could do it. If I could change one thing. Shut the fuck up, liars. If you could improve your quality of life economically, everything else all of a sudden starts getting much easier to solve. It's the economy, stupid. It's the economy. That's it. And the thing is, and this is the scary part, there's no shortage of jobs. It's true, there's some layoffs in some sectors, but jobs aren't short. They fucked up your actual physical money. They fucked your money so that even if you make a lot of money, it doesn't spend as far. They wiped out years of growth through uh, runaway inflation. Put it this way, in the last three and a half years, Joe has caused 18% inflation. Now ask yourself if in the last three and a half years, you've received 18% pay raises. It's the only question. Have you increased 
your value in the marketplace and been being compensated with it by 18%. If the answer is no, he's fucked you over. And yes, the job numbers are bullshit. They're just doing the same thing, Trev, they did during Obama. Remember that? Remember that? They, they stopped, like Trump gave everybody careers, but Biden, or Obama rather, was like, there's plenty of jobs. And it was all like 20 hours a week at Subway, 20 hours a week at Popeye's. It was people taking on four or five different jobs that all paid dog shit. Remember that? And they were like, look at these numbers. It's like, wait a minute, this is fucked. This is fucked. Oh yeah, Americans are going hungry. Americans are getting uh, fucking evicted. If you guys think this is the probably the most angry thing I'm going to show you today, it's actually not. I'm deliberately not showing you one of the things that I have to show you because it's going to make you more angry than anything I'll probably show you today. And that's why we're going to do the racist stuff first because that's actually, it's terrible but funny. But the thing that's going to follow that, you're, it's going to send your fist through the uh, screen. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But Biden's in real, real trouble. White House knows it. Everybody knows that these, uh, the economic data is unavoidable. You can't lie about it. Everyone can see. I mean, you could try to lie, but everyone knows. Everyone's feeling it. They're feeling it. And as I mentioned, Donald J. Trump making Michigan an early stopping point. Yes, it's to finish off Nikki Haley, but mostly it's because Joe is panicking panicking they're freaking the fuck out because michigan is trending so hard towards trump that they don't think they'll even be able to kind of get close to rigging it this is a really really big deal if you're a trump supporter this is a very big deal because if you could put together wins in michigan florida and ohio which are staples now and then you pull out which you should georgia north carolina and Arizona, you are on the fucking fast track to presidency, man. You're on the fast track. You're on the fast track. Trump's going to be up there. He loves Michigan. He's going to win Michigan by a wide-ass margin. But then, you know what? He's going to dominate Biden in Michigan as well. So there you go. There you go. By the way... uh, Kristen, Kirsten, honey, uh, the chat on Twitter or X rather sucks ass. So if you want to join a real chat, either go on Rumble or D Live. But the X chat is super, super poverty. I don't know when Elon's fixing that. I saw you asking. She's like, how do we see the chat? Well, get on a different platform because that one, unfortunately, doesn't have a very good chat. Yeah, there's like only a handful of people that'll chat over there because it didn't work very well. Ah, mmm, so good. I got my beard, beard vet giant mug thing, my tumbler. All right, <clears throat> well, let's just keep going. Uh, if you thought Joe was going to get coverage, meaning protection, from John Stewart and his return to The Daily Show, you're wrong. John Stewart slams objectively old Biden over inability to remember very basic things in Daily Show Return. Now, a couple things, okay? A couple things you need to know. Um, John Stewart isn't funny anymore. 
The writing for this was terrible. The jokes about Trump were forced and unfunny. And it's impossible to do a show like this and not tell the truth about Joe Biden and actually get somewhat of a laugh. And Democrats lost their minds over this. They are super pissed at him because uh, left-leaning viewers, uh, he pissed off left-leaning viewers in Daily Show Return because he questioned Biden's mental fitness. They are angry at Joe because, uh, or at, at John rather, for questioning Joe's mental fitness. Really? Really? So you're going to get John Stewart to go back into retirement because you don't like the fact that he tells you what's like the hard truths about your shitty president? Really? Okay. Well, guess what? Defiant White House says Biden won't take a cognitive test despite damning her report and worried voters. Now, we can talk about the report, which is obviously super, super uh, upsetting. But what was way more upsetting was this moment yesterday as Joe Biden wandered behind the podium staring at the floor as the Jordanian king speaks. That's right. On the same day that viewers lost their marbles over Jon Stewart making fun of Biden's elderly fucking uh, mistakes and his total dementia uh, signs, on the same day all that was happening, Joe was out here doing this shit. Your Majesty, over to you. Mr. Mr. President, your majesty, hold on, hold on. Phantom Shadow, you're absolutely right. He noticed something. Let's just take this bit by bit. First is the Jordanian king. I'm like 99% sure they gave that man a footstool when he stepped to the podium. Your majesty, over to you. Watch, watch. Boom, watch him step up. Oh my God, you little fuck. Dude, dude, okay, listen. I know the whole point of this fucking clip is Joe, but they gave him a little fucking footstool. Yeah, they gave him a little footstool, Phantom. They put a little mini footstool down for this fucking, they should, like Phantom said yesterday, they should have done this for DeSantis. Look at this, watch him. Over to you. Up you go. Who's a big boy? You're a big boy. Okay, that's enough of that. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) Just wear the lifts, dude. He fucking walked over and was all... Are you kidding me? All right, whatever. Jordanian fucking king. I don't give a shit. He's a tiny little feller. Fucking Lord Farquaad. Uh, now, that being said, Joe, Joe, just watch Joe the whole fucking time, please. Your majesty, over to you. Where are you going, Joe? He's like, I'm going this way. Uh-oh, what the heck? Uh-oh, I'm going to go over there. Yeah, that's good. good. Oh, wait a minute. We must ask. Oh, oh, go, go over the time too. Mr. President, 
Oh my god. The fucking the fucking hands. Look at Joe's fucking hands. <laughs> what is going on? My goodness. That's just painful, Joe. And if Joe's lost, it means ear earpiece guy is near <laughs> nearby. <laughs> All right, Joe, you need to step off the podium and go to your left. That's the side that your watch is on. Good job, Joe. Stay right there. No. Where are you going? No, where are you going? That's not your left. Which side's your watch on? Feel your watch. Is your watch on that side? No, it's not. Go to the other one. What the hell is wrong with you? Okay, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, my God, how could Joe be so stupid? This is the worst thing that Joe will do in a very long time. <laughs> and you'd be wrong. We're going to get there in a second. Oh, my God, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Hold on. Hold on. This is, uh, uh, well, this, I, um... I want to explain it, but mostly I think I probably should just show it because there were rumors of this Joe Biden commercial and uh, it is even worse than uh, how it sounded in the ad. You're wondering what I mean. Watch. Biden's baffling banquet. A failed feast of faux pas in a cringe-worthy campaign to win back minority hearts. Now, okay, what, what's this person writing about exactly? What's so bad? Well, let, this is what's so bad about it. In a bewildering, oh my God, not bewildering. How many wilders do you have left? Attempt to reconnect with minority voters. President Joe Biden has seemingly taken a detour into the realm of questionable decisions and cultural stereotypes in what appears to be a misguided effort to win back the hearts and minds of black voters. The president released a video invitation to a black family promising a dinner filled with fried chicken, orange soda and watermelon at the White House. The move intended as a gesture of goodwill has instead sparked outrage and disbelief across the nation. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Dude. What, uh, what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong inviting a black family to the White House for a dinner filled with fried chicken, orange soda, and watermelon. How could that possibly be taken wrong? No, no, no. No steaks. No, no, no. Yeah, we're not going to do the filet mignon and the lobster. Not tonight. Oh, what are you thinking? Would you, do you want to do a fancy uh, pasta? No, you know, maybe some lamb. I'm thinking fried chicken, watermelon, and orange drink. That's what I'm thinking. This, uh, in all sincerity, is not a joke because after they put out the ad recruiting people, they then released the video. And it's worse than the ad. I mean, it's worse than the uh, article. <laughs> 
It's it's so much worse. Oh man, you got chicken fingers. You got you got <laughs> oh, I want the root of making sure I had the hamburger. So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your passion of sports? I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really? You go? Are you guard? Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Right now, I'm just basketball, playing guard on the JV team for my school. How about in school? How are y'all doing in school? Why don't you tell the president about the school? Favorite thing about it is the business academy I'm in. We get to like travel, so we've been to like NC State, uh, Wake Tech, and we, we, yeah, we went to this small dry cleaning business. And it's just, it's cool, it's a great experience. I'm impressed. Is that a new program in the school? Yes, sir, it is. It just started just a couple of years ago. You know how much this guy loves you. Yeah. You just feel it, can't you? Yes, yeah. Your dad jumped in front of a bull for you. Oh, what? Your dad's hard to raise once you're a teenager. We're going to race, so you got to be patient with us, you know what I mean? I see. <laughs> a little patient. Okay. So, let me understand this correctly. You invited these people to have dinner with you. You fed them fried chicken, which you opted for a burger. You gave them orange drink, and apparently there's watermelon somewhere. And then you make a fucking reference to their dad having to jump in front of bullets? It's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. I, I didn't think it was real. Why? Who would say yes to doing this? I feel like someone's trolling in the Biden White House. There's somebody that were like, listen, be honest. Is this good? They're like, you're sure it doesn't, you don't think it comes across wrong. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Do it. It'll be, it'll be great. Now, this was also after several takes, as you guys can imagine, Right. This, this was not the first take. We, there, was, there was a lot of different outtakes and versions of this when they first released it. Uh, they thought it'd be funny to put the outtakes on there. This first one, uh, Maga Spud grabbed for us. Oh, man, you got chicken fingers. You got... If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Okay, that's uh, that first one, uh, they, they ended up just leaving that on the cutting room floor. They felt like it didn't send the right message, though I think it's, it's pretty funny, a little spicier than the original. Uh, we also got this version here. Oh, man, you got chicken fingers. You got, you got <laughs> I want the root of making sure I had the So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really? You go, are you guard? Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Right now, I'm just basketball, playing guard on the JV team for my school. How about in school? How are y'all doing in school? You should tell the president about the school. Favorite thing about it is the business academy I'm in. 
we get to like travel, so we've been to like NC State, uh, Wake Tech, and we, we, yeah, we went to this small dry cleaning business. And it's just, it's cool, it's a great experience. Thank you, Lauren Eve. So they ended up deadpanning that one because they didn't think the Trump 2024 at the end uh, helped Biden. And they also were afraid that the thought bubbles might be too much for uh, his most loyal supporters to read. This next one, uh, Brandy with a B found this one. And, and I think this one was, I can't believe this is the one they didn't opt for. And now it's time for... Oh, man, you got chicken fingers, you got. <laughs> look, 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 look at this. Somebody come look at this. Look at this. Oh, man, you got chicken fingers. I this. Oh, I want the root of making sure I had the hammer in there. Bruh. Stop raising! If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Okay, all right. So this one, that one they ended up leaving because they thought, you know what? We've already used that you ain't black clip enough to try and get black voters. Uh, it was a great attempt, though, Brandy. I'm really surprised they didn't uh, go with this. However, Dre fans are also found a version that, that uh, was pretty close to getting picked up. So I made sure you guys got your chicken, your orange soda, or uh, Kool-Aid, if that's what you're into. Oh, I'm really sorry that Jill forgot the watermelon and hot sauce. Listen, I absolutely love the blacks, especially when you people vote for me and not Trump. (laughs) Okay, this one was one of the more candid uh, Joe moments that they ended up nixing because they thought voters might get offended, which, I mean, I could see maybe why. I could see maybe why. Uh, This was... This was more of the raw video, and they just... This was the first take they told Joe, just say whatever comes to your heart, and that's what came out. So they had to... They nixed that one. They they were like, Joe, that is not... That is not something we can use. Fortunately, they did have uh, Phantom Shadows, uh, this version that he found as well. So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your... You ain't black. Passion of sports. I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. How are you, baby? How old are you? How about the school? How are y'all doing in school? You should tell the president about the school. Favorite thing about it is the business academy I'm in. They're going to put y'all back in chains. Okay, that, that was pretty bad. That that was pretty bad, Phantom Shadow. I don't know if you understand uh, how offensive that would, would come across. Uh, I know everyone found these in the Biden uh, inbox because there's a, he's got like a Dropbox that they didn't realize was open to the public. So my team went through and just was picking out the ones they thought were the funniest. Uh, Phantom seemed to think this was the funniest, which I I can't say that he's, he's not 
right. I mean, it's pretty funny because of how fucking terribly offensive it is. But you can't use that as a commercial. I mean, that's a that's a non-starter for a commercial, right? Am I right? Totally. Yeah. So next up, we uh, what do we got here? This looks like uh, another edition. Uh, and this is a little. They tried to do a little more of a mashup here. Using uh, some different clips, and California found this one. I think you guys are gonna like it a lot. Where we shall was in the land of coffee, no time there I'm not forgotten. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. In Dixie's land, where I was born in early on the frosty morning. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. Where I wish I was in Dixie. Oh boy. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, that's gonna. That's not gonna go well at all. That. That's a. That's a tough one. Uh. Yui. Uh, thank you. Thank you, California. Thank you, California. That, uh, I don't know where you found that one, but that is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Holy moly. Slightly awkward. Slightly, slightly awkward. <laughs> what the... What is going on out here in America right now, Joe? Come on. Holy crap. It gets worse. I know you're thinking, Dilly, how could it get worse? Well, apparently, the racism uh, is spreading. And uh, you guys aren't going to believe this shit. Did you guys know you can get free Haitians in Boston? It's true. Holy shit. White Massachusetts woman who took in black Haitian illegal migrants says, quote, it's like having your own personal chef. Is slavery making a comeback with white liberals? It certainly feels like it, friend. You'll only see here on NBC 10 Boston, a migrant family from Haiti is sharing their experience. They're searching for shelter in the Boston area and then recently found a host home in Brookline. And now they're looking for jobs. As NBC 10's Aaron Logan reports, they say these last few weeks have been life changing. And it's been an emotional few weeks for Wildande Joseph and her husband. First, sleeping on the floor at Logan Airport, then in Children's Hospital with their two-year-old daughter who got very sick. She felt bad as any mother would. Now things are looking much brighter as they've been welcomed into Lisa Hillenbrand's Brookline apartment. Tu niña es muy alegre ahora. Muy alegre. Cuando se levanta 
En la mañana, se dice, ¡ay, Elisa! Oh. <laughs> she says her daughter yeah, is very happy. Yeah. When she wakes up in the morning, she says, hi, Lisa, and everyone starts the day smiling. It's a delight, and it's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking. Te gusta la ocupación? Sí. In fact, her goal is to open up her own restaurant. The couple has their work permits, and they've been taking English classes. They're open to work anywhere to save money for their future. In the meantime, they're enjoying their time with Lisa, their new friend for life and their daughter's new grandmother. They are hardworking. They want to learn. They want to be successful. And I feel great helping, and I get to understand the refugee crisis from the inside. Lisa says she's so impressed by the number of people she's met right here at Brookline Town Hall meetings who've been stepping up and hosting families. She's hopeful more will do the same in the coming days and weeks. In Brookline, Erin Logan, NBC10 Boston. All right, the need for more migrant shelters in Massachusetts is something we've been following really closely. You can find You guys can get your very own migrants in uh in Boston. They'll give you as many as you want, too. They said that. They said they'll give you as many migrants as you want. Um they'll cook for you, they'll clean for you, all at a much less uh of a cost than standard hiring you just you give them a room and then they take care of everything at your house we've never seen democrats do this before this is a revolutionary idea that democrats have totally not done in the past for like 400 years this is not it's nothing like we've ever seen we've never seen this concept of importing people from impoverished lands who are totally totally dependent on the person who imports them uh, for food and shelter and clothing and every other necessity and medical. And uh, we've never seen this done before where you bring them in and then you bring them to your house to do menial tasks that you feel are beneath you. And instead of paying them and compensating them, you uh, you give them food and shelter and you tell them that that's their compensation. We've never, ever actually seen Democrats do this over and over and over again since before America even was America. It's never. Yeah, this is, uh, we know, wow. Who would have thought? What an idea, huh? What an idea. Just bring them in, get a big enough house. They can all share a room. They're used to it. That's what the Democrats say. We've never seen this one. We've never seen this, and they're completely free. That's the part that blows your mind. All of these humans doing these chores and tasks around your house, it won't cost you anything. You just got to feed them and let them stay in a room. Never seen Democrats use this move before. This is uh, revolutionary. We're going to talk more about this, but first, a little MAGA commerce. Bye-bye-dee, doo-dee-dee. 
Oh my God. It's Arcana Naturals. They're back. That's right. Making you extra sexy. That's right. Woman, veteran, and family owned. Boom shakalaka. It's a small business specializing in unique handcrafted natural makeup. Hello, ladies. You know your war paint that causes all kind of skin issues? Not no more. You just go to arcananaturals.com and now you can do your uh, your makeup while moisturizing and dealing with your face uh, with, you know, from a bath and body standpoint at the same time. You don't even have to do them separate from each other. It's brilliant. And uh, yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, so they've been doing uh, bath and body and makeup for over 20 years. They use only the finest herbs, oils, and other healthy ingredients in their formulas. So if you're, I know you're probably thinking, man, I've been meaning to pick up some rouge and you wanted some rouge that's like all natural, not going to give you a little, well, you don't want the fucking acting that comes with that standard shit commercial grade rouge. No, no, no. You want the newest, latest, and greatest all natural from Mother Earth Rouge because that kind, it's going to make your fucking shit pop without giving you acne. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, uh, our products perform better than well-known luxury brands, and they're cleaner and healthier for you. Totally. And uh, the products don't contain any sulfates or parabens or talc or GMOs or any other health uh, concerning ingredients. Not at all. So, uh, yeah, you guys got to go to arcananaturals.com. And uh, they have something for everyone. And if they don't have something, maybe that it uh, maybe it doesn't agree with your body. You got an ingredient that's an allergy issue. You just email her, contact them through arcananaturals.com, and she'll make one just for you. That's how great she is. Promo code DILLY10 for 10% off. That's promo code DILLY10 for 10% off, except on the bundles, of course. Check them out today, arcananaturals.com. Revenge is an act of passion. Vengeance is an act of justice. Injuries are revenged. Crimes are avenged. Almost a century ago, big pharmaceutical companies re-engineered medical school curriculum and faculty with one goal, putting profit before progress. Anyone pushing back against the medical matrix they carefully crafted was threatened, silenced, censored, financially ruined, or worse. They are the problem. We are the solution. Uh, you're clear to engage. Initials Mike Juliet Alpha. You're clear to engage with weapons. You're clear to engage with weapons. That's right. Vengens.com. I use these every single day. This is how I've been able to stay so healthy through this uh, winter. I'm very excited about the fact that uh, I've felt incredible since I started using my vengens.com. I've been using it diligently for months. I stay on top of it because I like not getting sick. It's a very, very good feeling to know that I'm not at risk. Uh, at least I haven't been. I've been really impressed. Probably just jinxed myself, but I'm, I'm seriously impressed. It's a great brand, a great company that takes care of people, which is awesome. And uh, you can go to vengens.com. Not only can you pick up these good uh, goodies for you, they've also got products for your pets, whether it's your dog or cat, vengens.com is going to take care of your animals as well. And uh, they've got stuff for uh, inflammation and arthritis. They've got stuff for your immune system. And they even got some incredible supplements for removing toxic metals and different shit that gets into your bloodstream over time. 
but you got to check them out. Promo code Dilly15, or Dilly rather, for 15% off. That's vengens.com. Promo code Dilly for 15% off. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get ready. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, um, so so racism. So we got Joe soliciting black voters via orange drink, fried chicken, and watermelon. And then with a really cheesy video, an insincere fake video. And that's supposed to make black people vote for him. And then in the same breath, we've got free Haitians. You never know. Maybe you'll get the next Wyclef John. Hmm? You never know. Not until you start housing him. Might stumble upon a talent. Get him to sign a contract that he can't read real well. Hijack his entire career. Own the rights to everything he ever even says. You could just own the rights to his voice. Is EK won't be able to leave a fucking voicemail without paying you royalties. It'll be great. Maybe that's what maybe that's what the Democrats are planning <laughs> to do. That's, that's one of the worst jokes I've ever done. <laughs> I'm just, don't do that. Okay, don't don't do that. If you stumble upon a Wyclef Jean level talent uh, on your fucking mail order Haitian program, you should let him just sign his own record label contract. Okay. Don't don't do what I just said. That that wouldn't go well, okay? All right? That wouldn't go well. Don't don't do that. Yeah, don't don't do that. That's uh That's messed up. Okay? <laughs> that's Yeah, cuz that's the, you're going to eventually get countered sued later on and, and for saying you took advantage of his not ability to read and shit. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that's Let's not do that. Now, you might be wondering what the hell is going on in America right now between racist Democrats in Washington, D.C. or massively racist Democrats in Boston, Massachusetts? Is it, haven't we had enough? And the answer is no. Because one woman who used to claim to be in a uh, Republican has decided instead that she is now officially a Democrat. And uh, I know that because she put out a tweet that read the following. That's right, Jebba Ellis. People don't believe me, but there are a lot more voters out there like this. You can laugh, hate, ignore, whatever, but the Trump camp is going to have to deal with this, and I hope they do better than bank on all the new Jamals. Let's just take this in for a moment. Let's just sort of let that one swirl around in the old noodle for a moment. Jebba fucking Ellis going full Klansman right in front of the whole country. I hope they do better than bank on all the new Jamals. That is is an actual fucking quote 
from Jebba Ellis last night. I, uh, wow. Someone is clearly not happy about not getting a phone call back from her recent date. Clearly. Clearly, someone is going through some shit because she can't get a fucking return phone call after that one night of drunken, crazy sex. The entire DeSantis team just shrugged up. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, DeSantis people are like, oh, yeah, what's, what's the problem? This fucking girl, dude, I swear to God. That's amazing. It's fucking, it's Black History Month. Now, I know you're pissed off because you got your back blown out by some dude you just met at the club, and you're really disappointed because he didn't call you again, and you were excited, and you thought he was interested, but he wasn't. I get it, Jebba. I get it. It's not easy pulling down some rando cock at the uh, nightclubs in South Florida at 43 years old. I understand. But this is not the place to deal with those issues, okay? It is, this is not where you go to vent out your frustrations with an entire people. And, uh, you know, this isn't, we don't even pull for this. I don't even know what the fuck that means. I mean, just come on, man. Give me a fucking break. Why do, look, I know she'll claim she's a Republican. She's not. She's not. You know what she is? She's just a fat bitch, okay? Like, can we just all agree that she doesn't belong to any particular tribe other than the fat bitch tribe? Jebba Ellis is no longer Republican. She is not a Democrat. She's just a fat bitch, okay? She's a fat bitch lawyer who's on the verge of losing her law license. Can we just agree? No one, no one wants anything to do with this. Even Democrats are like, nah, bro, you can keep that fat bitch. And we're like, nah, man, I don't want that shit either. Just a fat, disgusting, hateful, racist bitch. That's what it is. Okay? This isn't even about politics anymore. I hope you get enough Jamals. That's what she said. Fuck. Just to, look, I, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. That's, that's enough fucking racism, okay? That's just enough racism today. I can't believe I have to cover this shit. Why are people so fucking weird? Do you know how weird it is to either take pride or be offended by the, like, level of fucking melanin in your skin tone? It's weird like the most inane stupid goddamn thing and yet they're like ah biden's like you know what we need people that are dark it's like dude what dude that's not even how america operates anymore bro like at all they can't even figure out they can't even figure out who's a conservative anymore your ass will look stupid making those kind of assumptions because i promise you you walk down the street of fucking minnesota it's some country-ass fucking redneck white guy walks past you. You're going to make some assumption that he's a Republican, and he's not. He's a fucking Democrat. Then you head to South Beach. You're going to hang out with some brothers with fucking dreadlocks. 
talking shit, working out on the beach. All of them are Trump supporters. You better stop with the racial shit because it don't work no more. It's 2024. You're never going to figure it out. You're never fucking figuring it out. Had it happen recently. Some fucking purple-haired girl, right? Purple hairs, fucking shit in her face. Tatted up. She's like, I'm voting Trump. That's our dude. You're like, what? Yep. They don't look the way you expect them. Trump supporters are all types of people now, okay? All these Democrats and even these fucking cuck conservatives still playing the same identity politics look dumb as fuck. It's the same reason you try to cancel me and my team for humor. It don't work no more. Cancel culture is over, fuckers. It's over. It's over. We got that shit fucking bent over right now. Just fucking back, back, back. That's what we're doing to cancel culture. You can't even stop it. You got no way to stop it. All you can do is just cry and it just gets me harder. That's all that's going to happen. And we just keep going. There's nothing you can do to stop it at all. At all. You can try, but it ain't going to go well. God, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, Rumblers, could you please, you guys got 3,000 of you over there on Rumble. Would you guys mind hitting the thumbs up, please? It makes a really big difference. It helps the show get bigger on Rumble. It gets into the algorithm. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Well, I said I had to follow something up that might upset you. Uh, if you didn't see this yesterday, um, apologizing in advance for how it might make you feel. Senator Marco Rubio will explain. Take a deep breath, everybody. Woosaw, woosaw. One of the things I see a lot in South Florida are people that have been in this country that maybe came from Cuba 45 years ago. They've worked here their entire lives. They retire. They get $800, $900, $1,000 a month from Social Security. And then they run into somebody who just got here from Cuba three months ago, 29 years old, doesn't work, and is given $1,500 a month in benefits by our government because they're refugees. That refugee, a year later, is traveling back to Cuba 15 times. So you're a refugee fleeing oppression from a place that you now go back and visit 15 times the following year. And in the meantime, we're giving you Medicaid, food stamps, uh, health care for your children, cash payments from the refugee fund. So imagine if you've been working here for 40 years and your Social Security check is smaller than the benefits going to a 28-year-old able-bodied person who just got here. That's real. That happens. That's happening every day. That makes no sense. 
Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <clears throat> yeah. The, uh, they are going full tilt with the anti-American uh, shit. Now, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. It'll make more sense. The United States of America is not a people. Hear me out. The United States of America is not a people, according to them, the globalists. The United States of America is a landmass. Let me explain. The reason they're treating non-citizens, non immigrants, illegal immigrants, whatever you're going to call them, aliens, better than sovereign Americans, citizens, is because they view you exactly the same. You're just, you're, you're actually, they're the new Americans and you're a problem. Understand what I'm saying to you. They are importing voters that they view as Right off the, the moment they get here, they're like, those are our new Americans. Because these last Americans are a pain in the ass that won't vote for us. That's right. You and me are the Americans that they don't want to help because we vote, call, pay attention. Fucking, we hold them accountable. The new people that they've just imported here, the illegals, who they are now referring to as Americans... Those are the ones that are like, give them 1500 a month and they'll all vote for us. They don't view the American citizens as an asset at all. They view you as a liability because you're the only ones that can actually remove these people from power. Whereas these third world cunts they keep importing are a non-threat. Non-threat because you have total leverage over them. You don't think that the Democrats and rhinos haven't thought this through? You don't think that those illegals haven't been instructed to vote in the upcoming election? And if they vote incorrectly, they're going to get deported? Think about the leverage that gives you. Hey, hey, you come to America. Uh-huh. Going to get you 1500 a month. Yeah. And a house. Yeah. Yeah, dude. All you got to do is vote for me. Okay. What if I don't want to vote for you? I'll deport your ass. You, you don't think that that's been uh, threatened? Hey, person on X, do you think we have more to worry about than whether or not you think Rubio is a globalist? I know you had to make it a point to say that even though it has nothing to fucking do with what he was saying. Are you aware that Marco Rubio voted with Donald Trump 96% of the time while Trump was president?
You just had to have a comment, right? Sit the fuck down. Stay on topic. Nobody was discussing that. No, shut the fuck up. I don't care. Your point was he, he doesn't care about Americans. My point is I don't give a fuck about your opinion. You're missing my fucking point. You're not adding to the conversation. You're making it about you. Shut the fuck up, please. Thank you. Stay on topic. You're not in the fucking teaching role right now. You're in the shutting the fuck up and listening role. I don't know why you thought that that was going to add to the conversation. Fuck is wrong with people. That doesn't fucking matter. Do you think I give a fuck what his intent is, dude? Use your fucking brain. It doesn't matter. We're illustrating a larger fucking point, and I have to glance over. I'd like to let you know about. About what, dude? Shut the fuck up. Dude already endorsed Trump. He's bringing attention to a major fucking issue. And you think you have some super secret fucking knowledge that nobody else knows about. Oh, yeah, he's a globalist. Uh Uh-huh. Totally. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. These fucking people. God gave you two ears and one mouth for a fucking reason. Figure it out. Let Let me know what time your show is so I can come fucking start talking shit in your chat. Goofy. Just fucking goofy. It's not even the point. It's not even the fucking point. Why? Do you know how fucking stupid, by the way, that mind, that the, the whole mindset, you guys, of this person's good and this person's bad in 2024, you're going to get disappointed so fucking hard. It, you got to lose that shit. That binary thought process, lose it. Fucking lose it. Or you can follow retards like that that are trying to still pitch that shit. Just like everybody, look, hey, don't fucking forget about this one. Hold up, keep that same energy, motherfucker. So we've got this story, and we're on the topic of fucking globalists and deep state shills, okay? So we've got this dirty whore, Nikki Haley, raking in cash from Democrats looking to stop Trump. Okay, so we all know dirty bitch Nikki Haley takes Democrat money to try and stop Trump. Do you know the only other Republican right now accepting money happily from Democrats? You know what his name is? Do you know what his name is? Because I'm sure you're one of these fucking people that uh, is backing this clown. His name is Montana Senate hopeful Matt Rosendale, who's bizarrely touting, quote, heartfelt support from Democrats pouring millions to try and knock out the Trump-backed candidate, Tim Sheehy, and the hotly contested GOP primary race. Go ahead and reread that again. Remember when I kept telling everybody to ignore the drunken idiot pushing Rosendale because he's going against Trump's endorsement? And then today, you got to deal with this? Go ahead. Go ahead and tell me that I don't know shit and me and my team just make memes. Go ahead. Say, you need to stay in your lane like you guys did over the weekend when I brought this up. Keep that same energy. 
Go ahead, defend it. Tell me how it's a good thing that Democrats are giving money to Matt Rosendale, who is now fucking overtly thanking them for it so he can stop the Trump-endorsed candidate, Tim Sheehy. Come on. I thought you guys were all about this. Matt Gates even told you that the guy was great, right? Remember? They were all on their shows and these programs jagging off to fucking Rosendale while Rosendale was thanking Democrats for millions of dollars. It's right there in the fucking headline. And people kept asking me, I don't know who to trust anymore. With your fucking third grade level fucking discernment. Simple. There's only one guy risking going to prison for the rest of his life right now for you. His name is Donald Trump. And your simple Simon ass just has to do one fucking thing. Support his picks, even if you don't like them. It's not rocket science. Democrats do it every fucking day. And they've been kicking your ass for decades using this strategy. Do you understand me? It's called sticking the fuck together. It's called having a leader. You have a leader. Act like it. Simple Simon motherfuckers hitting me up. I don't know what to do here. Really? Well, yeah, because Donald Trump says I should vote for Tim Sheehy. Okay, what's the confusion? Well, this fat drunk with his own podcast is telling me I should back this guy that was taking money from Democrats. Really? Well, this congressman in Florida who's pretty popular and has good hair, he says I should ignore Trump's endorsement and I should vote for the other guy. What to do? Well, you could try not being fucking retarded. You could start there. You could start with, I sound fucking retarded. And then go from there. Just go, if I weren't retarded, what would I do? Well, the guy is facing 900 years in prison. I think I'm going to support whoever he's telling me I should vote for because he's clearly got a better pulse on things than me. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Is it really that complicated? Is it that hard to simply ignore everybody who's contradicting Donald Trump's endorsements right now? Is it that hard to simply go, you know what? I love President Trump. He's earned my trust and my loyalty. And I'm going to go ahead and back his picks because I think he probably knows what he's doing. It's that hard. You have to be a know-it-all cunt to such a degree that you go watch a bunch of bullshit fucking podcasters streaming about how they know better than Trump. Can you imagine? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to believe anymore. Fuck, dude. You don't know what to believe anymore. Wow. Maybe stop watching bullshit. The second they start contradicting and dividing Donald Trump's base, maybe never tune in again. What do you think? Is it that complicated? Is it that complicated? I'm supporting Trump. He's trying to save the free world. This fucker is trying to get me to vote against his picks. I don't think I'm going to listen to that fucker ever again. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to tune him out. As a matter of fact, I think I just realized this person might not be what they're saying they are. They might be not for what I'm trying to accomplish. Is it complicated? The second I would have heard that, if what's funny is you'll give a fucking pass. If, you, if Sean Hannity did this, you guys would drag him to the fucking moon. 
but these other hosts and these other congressmen do it daily and you guys do these fucking mental gymnastics to make excuses for why it's a good decision? You want to give away? You want to give away a Senate seat? You want to give away a Senate seat like you did in Alabama because these same fucking people or in Michigan because these same fucking people. But I'm sure, hey, where did the person go? I thought you, hey, why don't you come back and tell me who's a good guy and who's a bad guy since we're still in that binary retard fucking uh, mindset. Go ahead. Why don't you tell me who's a globalist? You know who's not a globalist? Let me tell you who I believe is a good person. With all of your infinite wisdom that you learned from other fucking programs. You know who I think is probably is a problem is this guy right here. You know who's a good guy is this guy. You don't know shit. You don't know shit. You got to really get comfortable with the fact, unless you are actually meeting some of these people, breaking bread with them and actually hearing the way they interact and how the world really works, you don't know shit. That's like the first step. I don't know shit. I know Trump knows shit. I don't know fucking shit. Because it ain't going to matter how many shows you listen to or how much research you do. I did some research and, uh, and we didn't hear, oh, this guy took money from here and you don't know shit. You still don't know shit. You can do all the research you want. You still don't know shit. It's a big ass club. You're not in it. There's only one person in that club and he's not even in the club because they don't want him there. He's standing in the doorway at least. His name is Donald Trump. Woosaw. Woosaw. I'm going to save it for tomorrow, Phantom. I'm going to save it for tomorrow. Ain't nothing nothing wrong with stretching that shit out a little bit. All right. Well, just to reiterate that you don't know shit, because maybe... Six months ago, you'd have told me that Chuck Grassley is one of the good guys, right? Right? The Senate just pulled an all-nighter and officially passed their $95 billion foreign aid bill for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan with nothing for the southern border. The final vote was 70-29 with 22 Republicans voting yes. McConnell, Thune, Boozman... Capito, Cassidy, Collins, Cornyn, Kramer, Crapo, Ernst, Grassley, Hoven, Kennedy, Moran, Murkowski, Reich, Romney, Rounds, Sullivan, Tillis, Wicker, and Young. None of these cunts should get reelected. Grassley's like 4,000 years old anyway. Get that motherfucker out. You kidding me? You fucking voted for this Grassley geriatric prick? Are you kidding me? None of these people should ever get a vote from you again. Never vote for any of these people ever again. Ever. 
ever. No money for the southern border. And don't forget, it also had a uh, provision in there that allows them to impeach Donald Trump quite easily. Unbelievable. They fucking hate you. You don't know who you can trust. I've gotten a glimpse into how that world works. It is so much more convoluted than you can even imagine. You, I, I'm telling you right now, I've spent about a year getting to know some very powerful people, very influential people that are both on the front side and the back side hidden behind the scenes. And I'm telling you, everything you think you know about Washington, D.C. is incorrect. They, it doesn't work at all how you think. At all. Un-fucking-believable. Border continues to be an issue. Trying to collapse America before Trump can get back and fix it. Meltdown. Biden team at each other's throats over border bungling. Aides throw bitch-ass rivals under the bus. That's a Susan Rice direct quote. Kamala inept dodges blame. That's right, bitch-ass rivals under the bus. That was a Susan Rice quote. That is who is running the White House right now for Biden. Actually, for Obama. They don't have a solution because they're not very bright. How could you be... Can I just ask you guys a serious question? You guys are disappointed in Kennedy? Honey... Are some of you guys not familiar with his voting record? I, God bless you, Americans. That You think that's the first time that he's done something that was completely against America? I just don't... I, I feel like I have to wake up every day and tell fucking Americans that there's no Santa Claus or something. You guys don't even do research, do you? It, it takes... 10-minute Google search to realize that Senator Kennedy ain't one of ours. 10 minutes. I'm not sure if the giveaway is his last fucking name or not, but I'm telling you, 10 minutes of research, and you go, oh, shit. 10 minutes. This isn't even the first time he's done this on an egregious shit. He's done this repeatedly. Grassley as well, correct. Don't let them disappoint you. Fuck these people. Hey, what's up, birthday boy trout? In some ways, I actually pity the average American person right now. I get it. Who the hell could wade through all this mess and have the time? Like, I get it. You know, we, me and my meme team, we 100% live this life. So we vet everybody all the time, constantly digging, constantly doing our research. But we allocate the time for it. The average person, I get it, man. This might be the only time you listen to politics all day long. You might not even have time to fuck around on the internet when you get home from work. There's a lot of you that just, I, I feel fucking horrible because you'll get the sound bite from one of these senators that sounds pro-American or pro-Trump 
and then they'll bury that person's voting record and you'll never know the difference. And now they've got you hemorrhaging money faster than you can refill it. And so your, your priorities are just completely elsewhere away from, you know, uh, vetting candidates. Trout wasn't even here for us singing him happy birthday. What a dick. I'm not going to pick on you because it's your birthday. But we sang you happy birthday at the beginning, dick. I mean, Trout. Yeah, they, these people fucking hate you. I told you years ago, 2021, for those that watched The Dilly Show, I told you the number one thing that they were bitter about with Donald Trump, besides the military shit, or lack thereof, rather, the non-military shit. I told you in 2021, they were going to try and shake you out of your position because Donald Trump did something for you that no politician in decades had done. And I told all of you it would be etched and burned into the American voters' mind. All politicians in the last 50 to 80 years have spent all that money bribing each other. Donald Trump was the first politician that I can remember where he was like, we're going to use the money that we normally would use to bribe politicians and grease each other and I'm going to grease the voters, the MAGA voters. I'm going to do it by cutting their taxes, deregulating, protecting their country. I'm going to do it by tariffing other foreign nations. I'm going to do it by making uh, access easy to uh, emergency funds uh, during COVID or small business funds. Donald Trump greased you. He gave all of you money and said, if you vote for me, I'm going to give you more money. Now, he didn't give you money directly, or maybe he did, but he gave you shitloads of opportunities that made your money go vertical, and they fucking hated him. They, they hated him so much for those fucking 2% home loans you don't even know. You don't even kind of understand how much they hate him still for those 2%. You don't understand. Those 2% home loans fucked the deep state for at least three decades, and they know it. They've been trying to figure out how to pry all of that valuable real estate back out from your hands because what they knew is he put you in a position to never have to sell that asset. They knew it. They knew when he did it. I knew when he did it. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to fucking lose their minds because so many people bought so much real estate and refinanced their homes that it actually allowed them to survive Biden. They were like, I'm fucked up. I'm losing shit slowly, but this mortgage is so manageable. I could just trade in my car for a cheaper one. I could just, you know, opt to do or spend a little differently. I'll go spend over here. I'll shop over there. All those people that took that fucking, those home rates 
that were that low when Donald Trump was basically intimidating the Fed into behaving itself, you don't understand. Like, no one forgot that. And they've been trying to get him, shake it, get, they've been trying to get you guys to give back all of that money and opportunity since the day he left office. He, no, they, nothing has ever pissed them off more than that because there is such a tangible, emotional response to prosperity that when you have it, you'll never forget what it felt like. None of you will ever forget. And I know that because as your show host, I remember you guys, and it was a completely common occurrence to be like, I love the Dilly show, man. I'm going to make sure I throw some money at, at his, uh, you know, whatever, uh, his fucking subscribe star. And he'd be dropping like a hundred bucks on me. I'd be like, dude, a hundred bucks. Like seriously, but you guys were dropping hundos. Like it was nothing. Hey, here's a hundred bucks, man. I love the show. Thank you. Now I can't even get people to do $5 a month. Cause they're all broke. I could see the discretionary income. It was just like, everybody had this vibe. They were like, Americans were way more generous. They were way more uh, active. They were traveling. Commerce was through the roof. They were starting more businesses. We all saw it firsthand and you'll never forget what that felt like because you were like, dude, I, I'm the guy. You got to be the king dingling for a fucking few years walking around with extra money. Walking around with a little extra cash like, hey, yeah, I'll buy that. I don't, no problem. Here you go. Oh, yeah, let me kick some dough. We all were living that way. And slowly, month by month, Biden has been like, okay, your income's the same or close. I'm going to raise the cost of living so fucking high, I'm going to bleed you out. I'm going to bleed you out. I can't get you out of your house because you're making the payments. So I've got to fuck you up in every area of life. Your car insurance, your home insurance, your property taxes, your fucking groceries, your your child care, your gasoline. I'm going to fuck you up in all these places and try to squeeze you out of that home loan. They don't have a way to shake you out of the real estate. The most expensive and valuable thing you own still is your real estate. They're trying to still get it back from you and you won't crack. That's why you don't have a wave of foreclosures right now, even though Joe Biden's fucked up the economy. You don't have a massive market crash. Everyone thought there'd be a market crash. You can't have a fucking market crash when everybody has 30-year fixed loans at 2.5%. Ever. The rate of inflation has been fucking 18% since Joe got in. That means that you've literally borrowed. Let me explain this again. Trump gave you free fucking money. You borrowed at 3%. The rate of inflation right now is at 3.1. Which means that you're under the rate of inflation. Which means you borrowed your house at 0%. It's offsetting. Thirty-year fixed rates for sub three percent interest rates ensure that you can't lose. Donald Trump knew they were gonna fuck you up, and he drove the rates down to nothing. And now they can't fucking get you guys out of these houses. And think about this. Think about the rub on this. Let's look at illegal immigration in a different way. Do you think maybe their plan was to flood you with illegal immigrants, 
but they thought they'd be able to simultaneously get you foreclosed on. And maybe, just maybe, they were going to try and cause a 2008-like collapse of the real estate market. And maybe, just maybe, the plan was to try and put those illegal immigrants in your fucking houses. Maybe that was part of what they were banking on. We'll flood the country with new voters. We'll give them their own houses from homes we've seized from other Americans. And that's how we'll have our new voters. And then a man named Donald Trump came along and forced the Fed to drop rates low enough to where Americans could survive anything for the next 30 years. And now, and now they can't fucking house the illegals. They don't got anywhere to put them. They have nowhere to put the illegals because you can't, they can't get you to foreclose your home. You won't stop making your home mortgage payments. The more you make your mortgage payments, the more panicked they are. Because they know, they know that you are in a race and it's essentially a war of attrition. Like I've been saying for four fucking years, it's a war of attrition. Who can survive until November 5th, 2024? And more importantly, who stays motivated until then? Right now, what they've got you by the balls with, it don't mean shit to you. Let me explain. We have a consumer credit bubble that's massive. But the problem with consumer credit bubbles, it's all a bunch of shit that you were excited about and you bought when the world was good that's now kind of used, and even if they seize it from you, you don't care. Do you understand? Consumer credit bubble, listen, in a real estate bubble, you lose, okay? You, the American, you lose a tangible, physical, holy fuck asset. In a consumer credit bubble, the fucking banks lose. You think they want to try and fucking uh, go in and, and, and foreclose or take back a bunch of Chinese fucking manufactured items. Think about what I'm saying to you. If you borrowed $7,000 to go stock your house with that super expensive bullshit appliances, and then you decide, oh fuck, I can't afford the credit payments on these. Oh well. And they repo all of them. Fucking fridge, oven, washer, dryer, dishwasher. All you're gonna do is take some cash, set it aside, and go buy a bunch of used shit that's way cheaper. Consumer credit bubbles don't benefit the banks at all. It's the opposite. They don't want your used car back now. Right? You don't want to fucking take back that Hyundai accent that you were so excited about when you bought brand new and you got a good interest rate on it, but now you can't afford the payments. Nobody wants that car. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants your baby Benz, that your entry-level Benz that you just started out with. And you're like, oh, well, I'll just go back to driving the fucking Kia. And they're like, fuck. They wanted your real estate. They want your fucking real estate. They want your real estate. They want... Your fucking real estate. Don't ever give it up. That's what they want. 
They want the assets. They want the dirt. They want the fucking walls. They want all of it. They want it because you probably upgraded it. You probably did a bunch of cool shit during COVID to it. You probably did a bunch of great stuff to it during Trump's administration. They want your assets. They want your assets. Donald Trump gave you what they could never and never wanted to give you, which is a higher expectation for your life. I explained this back in 2020. I explained back in 2020 that once you expand a mind, it never returns to its original size. Ever. If I handed any of you my vehicle to drive for a week and then you had to give it back and go back to whatever you're driving, assuming it's uh, something very generic and regular, you would never forget the experience of being in something opulent. You'd say, God, I miss those massage seats. I miss the 700 horsepower mostly. I miss the all-wheel drive with like 800 pound-feet of torque. I miss the leather. I miss that insanely fucking good Burmeister sound system. It'd be the same experience if you, owning a beach home, let me live in it for a week, and then I had to go back to fucking cold-ass mountains in Georgia. You never forget it. You go, that was pretty great. I want to get back to that. Once you've experienced a higher quality of life, it won't matter how many presidents come and go. You will always be like, Man, I always just wanted it to stay the way it was with Trump. That's what you'll say. The rest of your life, you'll say, I just want it to be how it was under Trump, man. It was great. Like, I could pay all my bills. I was going out on dates and shit. I was going to, like, sporting events. My buddies, we had, like, this car club. We were hanging out. Once, you once your mind has been expanded that way, you never return to regular. That's why you should always challenge yourself in all aspects of life because it'll change you it, for the better. It'll, it'll hold you to a higher standard. You'll realize life is, is a lot better than you're living it. It can be a lot better. Trout, that's actually not a dilly quote. That was Albert Einstein that orig originally said that. Just so we're clear. I don't want you uh, attributing quotes to me that were not mine. That was an Einstein quote, which is why it's so smart. I'm telling you, they still want your assets back. They're pissed off at Donald Trump for giving them to you. And to try and stop President Trump's return, they are willing to pull out all the stops. All the stops. Fuck it. Let's have a nuclear war. That'll stop Trump. This is the way these people think. Also, rich people need to stop giving their fucking douchebag, shit-lib ex-wives so much money. Look what happened. Look what happened. Google co-founder Sergey Brin, his ex, Nicole Shanahan, Gave $4 million for RFK Jr.'s Super Bowl ad. Really? Stop 
letting whores have so much money. They're fucking up the planet. Prior to this, the only risk this woman was to anybody was a fucking terrible case of venereal disease or a major tongue lashing at a fucking Starbucks for screwing up her drink. Now I got to worry about this bitch throwing $4 million behind a political campaign? Are you kidding me? All right, this next story. Well, the headline is supposed to be the story. And I'm such a fuck, I couldn't get past the picture they chose to use for it, okay? I'm going to be honest with you. I should be commenting exclusively on the story. But as soon as I saw the picture, I was laughing so fucking hard. Uh, Atlantic City ballot stuffer reportedly worked for the feds. Quote, does the FBI have ballot stuffers on the payroll? Bruh. This fucking dude. I don't know why this is so funny to me. I was just like, I mean, really? Bro, what are you doing? Oh, hold on. Hold on. What do we got going on in the background of his pictures, too, by the way? What do you got going on back there, bro? What, what is going on back there, brother? What do we got back there? There's some shit back there. I'm telling you right now. Was this from his salon? What what am I looking at back there? This shit just had me rolling, though. FBI's got ballot stuffers. I mean, would this be like the most, like, absolutely, yeah, no shit? He's a barber? Is he a barber? I don't know. I don't, this dude don't look like he gets up and moves around very much. Can you be a barber from the chair? I, I sincerely doubt this gentleman is on his feet all day long. Was he getting a haircut? Maybe that's what this is. Wouldn't it be amazing if the if the FBI was the one stuffing the ballots? God. All right. Speaking of speaking of ballot stuffers, Fatty Willis is going to be in court on Thursday and allegedly President Trump is expected to troll Fatty Willis on Thursday by appearing at a Georgia hearing investigation. If this is true, I might go down there. I might send Randy. I should send Randy down there. We could have Randy go and just show up to support DJT and troll Fatty Willis. I'll have Randy's phone go off in the court. And it'll. what we'll do is we'll set her ringtone to vote rigor. What do you guys think? We send Randy into the same courtroom where Trump's sitting watching Fatty Willis. And then I call Randy on the air in 
the court when they're trying to have a hearing, and then we play Fatty Fatty Willis's vote rigger. And then Randy could pretend she doesn't know how to turn her phone off. Hold on, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Seems like a good idea. We do have some good news, and I'd like to share some of it with you. President Trump has made his selections. That's right. President Trump endorsing uh, a new RNC chair and Laura Trump as a co-chair. That's right. The ex-president is backing Michael Watley, uh, the chair of the North Carolina GOP, to take over for Rona. By the way, some random swinging dick on Twitter decided to DM me and be like, Michael Watley is a, he's not MAGA. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm sure you know better than Trump. Thank you. Go ahead and let me know. <sighs> if only it were as simple as the way you guys want it to be. Anyway, good news. Hopefully get Laura Trump in there. That'd be great. She'd kill it. She would do a really nice job in that, in that job, by the way. I think she would do a killer job. Hold on, I got a couple of things I still want to talk about. Well, this is one of them. President Trump, oh boy, oh boy, watched Bird Brain do an interview yesterday and she has become a crazed lunatic, totally unhinged. Tricky Nikki is suffering from a terminal disease, Trump derangement syndrome. Not a pretty thing to watch. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, based on uh, the lyrics of some of these songs by California. She might have more diseases than just Trump derangement syndrome, sir. Hey, Nikki cheats on her kid's dad. It's pathetic and it's sad. Watching engaging women's insecurity. Her reputation now is trash. Sold her soul for donor cash. Now America knows how slutty she can be. Come on. Oh, who's making taking home tonight? Oh, she's the opposite of time. Oh, how many men are in that bus flat bottom girl just buy her drinks and she'll go down? Flat bottom girl, no weed is safe with Nikki's around. <laughs> That's brutal. That is brutal. Thank you, Mike. Hey, anybody want to collect this fucking uh, retarded bitch on on X? She calls herself American Mama. I see you, bitch. I see you running your yap. I think I know you too. You're from the. You're from way back. I'm pretty sure this bitch is from way back. Hold on. I'm almost positive. This is a troll from way back. There's a former fucking fan that's still pissed off about some shit from five years ago. Shut the fuck up, lady. 
American Ma 74947. I see you, bitch. Oh, I was right. There you go. Let me just help you out here. There you go. That way you don't meander into the show again. Dewey's a grifter. Later, slut. I got it. Dewey's a grifter. She's gone. Dewey's a grifter. Jesus, fuck, dude. Publish a book. Grifter. Fucking make all American apparel. Grifter. Build numerous fucking brands, American brands for your sponsors. Building these small businesses up from almost nothing. Grifter. You're a grifter. Oh, is that what that is? Okay. Thank you, Trevor. Appreciate that. Oh, I got eight. Meme team, pay attention after the show. I got some pretty cool stuff coming over. Also, uh, Scott on Rumble. I don't know who you are, bro. I don't block people on Rumble. That's my my, uh, fucking... That is my uh, team. I don't know why you got blocked. You can keep emailing me. And unless you tell me what your, your Rumble account name is, I don't know who the fuck you are, bud. So I'm not saying... I don't know. I don't know you. I don't ban people on Rumble. My fucking people that I have managing it do. So it might have even been a mistake. I don't know. If you don't have any idea why you're not able to chat on Rumble, send me your Rumble account name. We'll see if you're blocked. You might not be doing it right. I get emails about this stuff and I'm like, I have admins doing stuff now. I have moderators. Like, what do you want me to say? Oh yeah, yeah. If you make money doing something you love, if you've, like, I'm a self-published author. Like, I built my own company. Like, Grifter, it's like, what? Do you even know what that fucking means? Right? I don't think they know what it means. I got a bunch of DeSantards coming in saying that shit. Sweet. No, this is not live. Malicious, not live. No. This is the replay. Tomorrow will be live. This isn't live right now, Malicious. No. Tomorrow. Tomorrow will be live. This isn't live right now. It'll be tomorrow. Tomorrow it'll be live. Where's Ramble Rants, by the way? I'm very worried. Where's Ramble? He's not in here today. I like to check in on my regulars. Oh, there he is. Hi, Ramble. Oh, Phantom says he's got diarrhea, which probably not. Hi, Ramble. Hello. All right, he's good. I'm just checking. I like to keep the guys on your toes. Just like to make sure you're okay. Just checking in with you. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) Uh, All right, we're done. I'm done. 
Mike and Brandy, you knocked that fucking flat bottom girls out. That was super rude. Neo's really good. Mike sings so good. He's so offensive, but he's so talented. It's my favorite. All right, I'm done, you guys. Uh, God bless you. God bless America. And God bless President Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilley. And I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilley Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Tuesday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.